Today's episode is brought to you by GetUpside, where you get paid to do something you're going to do anyway, and that's just fill up your gas tank. The process is very simple. Just download the app, open it up, find the cheapest gas near you, pump your gas, upload the receipt, and you'll get paid within two to three business days. Once you have the money in your account, you'll be able to cash out for Amazon gift cards, Lowe's gift cards, Nike gift cards, Target gift cards, Walmart gift cards, PayPal gift cards, and a host of restaurants. Oh, and did I mention the app is free? Yeah, free 99. Join using my link and you'll get an extra 15 cent per gallon cash back. The link is in the description box. Thanks for watching. Keep pounding. What's up? This is Derek Brown of the Carolina Panthers. Shout out to Rashad and David of the Panther Nation broadcast. The voice of the Panther Nation. Make sure y'all like them and subscribe. Keep pounding. Yo, this is Panther legend Jonathan Stewart, and I just wanted to shout out to Rashad Beard and David Rhodes of Panther Nation podcast. The voice of the Panther Nation. Keep pounding. You are now tuned into the Panther Nation podcast. DeLone fires to an open Smith. Steve oh. Smith is going to go all the way. No flag down. Welcome to the Panther Nation Podcast. And here are your hosts, Rashad Beard and David Rowe. Yo, 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 what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Everybody, what's what's popping? Dave, what's good with you, broski? Good, man. I'm chilling. I'm 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 uh You were missed last week, man. I don't yeah. think uh I don't think our viewership wanted to hear too much about the Rona, as long as I talked about the Rona. Yeah, it is what it is, man. It's, it's like that sometimes. This is a it's a it's a different season. But I'm back. Football seems to be on its way back. Uh, so you get a package deal. You get me and you get football. So what's good? Um, how was how was the uh, how was your weekend, Dave? Nah, it was it was pretty good, man. I um I chilled for the most part. I bought this this arcade cabinet. That was a fiasco in itself, because that was the second one I got. Because the first one didn't work, <laughs> which was demoralizing. Because I took the hours to to put it together, and and then I finally powdered on, getting ready to get some NBA Jam action rolling, and it wasn't going on, man. But yeah. nah. So my week my weekend was spent dealing with the cabinet, but now it's up and running. We get to we get the rock. I mean, it was a pretty good weekend. I'm still trying to figure out this this school thing. Yeah, but. are we all? Are we all? <laughs> are we all, bro? Uh, yeah, man. But yo, so you know, I I went on a nice little RV slash camping trip with the family. Uh, so I was uh I was out last week. Went up to uh went up to uh Bostic, North Carolina, which is about an hour and a half northwest from here. Went to um, Pigeon Forge. Which is really nice. I never never knew Pigeon Forge was that dope. Uh, it's Pigeon Forge in Tennessee, and then I went up to Cumberland Falls um, in Kentucky. Uh, got me some real Kentucky bourbon straight from the source. Mm. Very very good stuff, B. 
Very good yeah, stuff. Yeah, too, too bad I won't and, be having. And that I'm not, yo, I'm not even a bourbon dude like that. But yo, fam, when you get some, I went to a, a they call, they have it, they call it the Bourbon Barn, um, and it's, I mean, it's a, essentially it's an ABC store, but I've never seen so much bourbon in my life, dog. Like they had just a litany of bourbon, uh, and I got, I had a recommendation from the one of the guys that was in there. He said this is my shit, so I was like, all right, let me try this. It's called, uh, I think it's called Pure Kentucky. Uh, if you ever in Kentucky, man, yeah, get some of that stuff. It's really, it's 107 proof, but it's really smooth. Like, it's some of the smoothest stuff. You would think, you know, that bite, it would be, you know, at, at that percentage, it would be crazy. Uh, but it's it's uh, very smooth. So, it's dope, man. It's dope, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to Kentucky. Real, real dope spot. Real nature. Um I went hiking and did a bunch of stuff like that, man. A little some social distance and stuff, but yeah, it was good, man. Good times, good times. Yeah, campus, campus to save bet and getting alcohol with it is probably like a, a combination. Yo, fam, I I, yeah, man, I I definitely was gonna do that, and I got me some. Uh, I went when I was in Pigeon Forge. I got some uh, some moonshine, some. Uh, so you know, you know, I, I like to get the the uh, the local delicacies as far as alcohol is concerned. I, I mean. You know how that go. You know, you, you go to you go to the Dominican, you get you some rum. You know, you know how it is, man. You know how it is. So, um Oh. Yeah. No, you good. You froze up for a little bit, but you good. Yeah, I saw uh, yeah, it was the other way. Uh okay. but yeah, no, it's all it's all good. Um but yeah, man, I'm back. So uh good times, good times. Um it's a lot to talk about, Dave. It's a lot it's a lot to get into. You know, training camp has officially started. And uh, a lot of interviews took place. Um, there's some been some roster moves. There's some things going on with this opt-out stuff uh, that is available. And, you know, if you're new to this, I don't know if it, there's, we'll have a lot of new listeners. But, you know, I like to dive into this stuff because I'm a little bit of a analytical brain. I like to know what's going on. Um, so I, I kind of want to know what's, what's happening with this whole opt-out situation. So I found a really good article that breaks down um, the whole opt-out situation and, and what, what happens in, in, in a couple different scenarios. So I want to go over that. Uh, so we'll, we'll, go, we'll go over all of that stuff, um, and, uh, and let's, let's get into it. Dave, you want to jump right in? Let's go, man. Uh, you know, the opt-out thing is – I want to talk about the opt-out for like 10 seconds, but the opt-out sure. thing is interesting because – I'm going to have a whole section. I have a whole section of it if you want to wait, but you go ahead. Go ahead. Dog, what is the date? What is the deadline? So that we'll talk about that. There, I don't know. They, I think it's really. They good. don't know we'll, either. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get to. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, but Dave, real quick, we got a couple of other news topics we got to talk to talk about. Number one, The Rock is buying XFL. How, yes, how dope is that? How dope is that? I love it. I love it. It's full circle, and I'm hoping that he can keep it relevant because I think the XFL was doing pretty well. It was like people aren't giving XFL how much good. enough credit of how well they were doing before this pandemic showed up. If the pandemic didn't show up, they had a lot of potential for this to be a while. Yeah, it was. It wasn't really competing with NFL like that. No, it was. It was a good product. It was a really good product, man. Um, so, good. You know, so like you know, so I'm I'm happy that the Rock is is full circle. It's still got a wrestling edge to it. I'm curious to see how McMahon feels about it, since you know. Paid only fifteen million dollars for it. Yeah, with some partners, which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know how you man, you know how it is. It's it's business. I'm sure. 
I'm sure Vince, uh, it's probably just a write-off for him or something crazy like that. So it's all good. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but no, I'm, I, I like the XFL. I like when it takes place in the offseason of the NFL. So you kind of keep that continuity. And it had a good product. I mean, they had some evolutions that I'm pretty sure you'll see in the NFL. So um, it was it was a good product. It was a good product. I'm I'm not mad at the XFL at all. So and with the pandemic, you might see it sooner than later. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see what happens with it. But um, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world, uh, and we'll see what happens with the XFL moving forward. But shout out to the Rock, man. Shout out to the Rock for for you know once at, once played uh, football. Uh, so I mean, he obviously has some. Some skin in the game, uh, so. Well, I mean, he, he lost his job to Warren Sapp in college, so I mean, yeah, he facts. It ain't like he, it ain't like he lost to like somebody that was a bum. Facts. It's <laughs> big facts. Big facts. But all right, yeah, we had to touch on that. We had to touch on that real quick. Uh, I thought that was an interesting, interesting buy from the Rock. But all right, moving on. Uh, Charlotte FC, Dave. We have our football, uh, our our uh, soccer uh, team's name, uh, Charlotte FC. Uh, I like it. I like the crown. Uh, I think it was a good choice. I definitely got some merch on the way. I purchased some merch. So, uh, you know, I'm all in, Dave. I'm all in. Got the minted 2022. That's not mine. That's not my shirt, but I think I I know. I'm just saying you got the minted action going. I did, yeah. I like it. I I see what they did. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. So, um, I can't wait. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting. Um, and I can't wait to watch. Can't wait to watch. All right, so that's it. That's all I got for uh, Charlotte FC. Uh, they was, I think they got the name last week when I was gone. So just shout out to yep. the new football t- soccer soccer team. Excuse me. Amer- American football. American football. American football. Uh, international football. All right. Now, let's get into it. Training camp started. Uh, we got uh, the guys returning back to, um, to the stadium, and the whole bunch of changes have happened. And I believe there were tons of interviews. Tons of interviews. Dave, did you happen to watch any of these interviews? I saw an interview with Shaq Thompson, uh, Kwan Short, Matt Rule, Derek Brown, Teddy Bridgewater. All those interviews took place. I listened to them all. Um, did you happen to listen to any? Derek Brown. Okay, I caught it earlier today. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, let's let's go through a couple of these. Specifically, I want to talk about, um, I mean, there wasn't really much to glean from it. Um you know how it is, but it was good to hear some, from some of the players about what's going on, how they're reacting to the whole COVID situation. Um, but I want to talk first about uh, Matt Rule and what he talked about. I mean, you know, I'm starting, I'm starting to fi- find a, a little trend with him, but we'll talk about it in a quick second. So Rule talked about Curtis Samuel, uh, he talked about his deep playability. Interesting note, which is what he said is pretty much what I said um, about how he wasn't always connected with. I think that's a big thing. Um, and also, Dave, I don't know if you knew this. Um, can y'all not hear me? Yeah, I'm trying to check that now. Is it rolling? Yeah, I think we're fine. Oh, yeah, I think we're good. We're good. Sorry. Right. Um, yeah, I'm checking the chat. So, no, I think we're still good. Um, but, uh, yeah, all right, so we're good. Uh, interesting interesting thought um, on uh, on Curtis. Um, I think a couple of teams hit up hit us up for Curtis. They wanted to trade for him, and we wouldn't let him go. Uh, so I'm hoping that means we have some things in the plan for Curtis. For Curtis, um, talked about how he could be put, put at running back, slot, all that good stuff. Um, 
you know, so hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, it is what it is and that'll get, uh, that'll get taken care of. Cause I like Curtis Samuel a lot. I did a whole series on him last, last, uh, last year and I hope it, uh, I hope he uh, is utilized properly moving forward. Um, but yeah, man. So I, just just a quick. I mean, all, all the coaches seem to talk well about Curtis, but then don't know how to use him. Uh, so hopefully Joe Brady comes up uh, in the uh, uh, Joe Brady comes up with some good ways on, on using Curtis Samuel. All right. So um, a couple of things on some on some coach speak items, okay? Because I'm finding a real trend on the on on Matt Rule, and I don't know if he just doesn't know what he's talking about. Doesn't know what he's doing because he is a rookie head coach. This is a weird situation. But there's some things that he says in these press conferences that go completely left. And they end up, it's just weird. Whatever he talks about, the opposite thing happens. So first instance of that was, and I'll just give you a brief example, was how he talked about Cam Newton. Oh, I love Cam Newton. Cam is great. Then yeah, next thing you know, Cam is out of here, right? Know. So I've got a couple more instances of this day, and it's and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we when you listen to him, I'm trying to find a trend. He's a, he's a new coach, and I'm trying to follow the tea leaves of what to believe and what not to believe when your coach speaks. And he has a lot of coach speak. Okay, so one thing that he talked about, and these are just recent events that happened, and that quickly were were uh you know were overturned by actions. All right, so first thing he talked about, he said Grant. Graham Gano uh, was healthy, and the medic- medical staff was pleased with where he was. All right, so then next thing you know, he's cut. The ne- I mean, essentially, like the next day, he's out of here. All right. Um. Then he talked about another one. He talked about was uh was um how he talked about it didn't seem prudent uh, to make cuts without seeing guys work. Um. He talked about a, a nine uh, starting with a ninety man roster. And that's what we did. So it started with a 90-man roster, and he said this is an odd year, so it's nice to have guys to know your system uh, in case you need to resign down the road. Uh, and then, so he talked about keeping the roster at 90, all right? And then shortly after that, Dave, we started to cut mad people and got down to 80. And he talked. He did talk about having the flexibility, but he kind of, I'm like, dude, like you just talked about keeping the roster at 90, and it, it didn't seem right to make cuts. Prudent. It didn't seem prudent, right or prudent, to make cuts without seeing guys work. And then you turn around and cut dudes. I don't know if you had a chance to see those guys. I, I highly doubt it. Yeah, Zoom. Yeah, I highly doubt it. But those guys are cut, you know, day a day later. So I don't know. It's just weird. I don't, I'm don't. i trying to read what's going on. Um, but uh, it, it, it's just interesting. I'm just, maybe I'm just, I'm just, uh, yeah, he said, Marcus says either it's either that or Rooney. Uh, Rooney, Rule and Herney don't talk at all. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But they t- seem to be on on different pages. I don't know what's going on because as soon as he says one thing and then something else happens, and again that could just be the dynamic of what's going on. Maybe I I don't know. But I'm just pointing these out. These are just just follow uh, tea leaves that I'm following. All right. So um. Uh, I think that was pretty much the big one. Uh, one one interesting thought was that he said that he's used to not working with the preseason. So obviously in college they don't have a preseason. So he's he's, he's used to uh, not working with the. Pre- I thought that was an interesting thought. Um, he's he's used to relying on the scouts and whatnot. Yeah, he's used yeah. to relying on the scouts and and and, uh, and scrimmages and whatnot to to, to of, evaluate uh, evaluate uh, talent. Go ahead. One of the rare one of the rare advantages that rule might have over a lot of head coaches. 
Maybe. I mean, maybe that's. I don't know. That's good. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's good or bad. But he doesn't ha- also doesn't have any experience in the NFL. So I don't know how that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, uh, the other thing, other interesting thought. There was a uh, a question asked uh, about. I think Dave, you talked about this in the, in, the, in the group me about uh, the NFLPA saying that seventy percent of the uh, NFL players are at risk for severe symptoms due to the, their BMI. Um, and he did, he kind of dodged that one and was like, yeah, I'm concerned about everybody. Uh, so I thought that was, that was an interesting thought. Uh, another thing they talked about was, um, was, uh, was, uh, contact trace bracelets and all the new changes that happened in, in the, uh, in the building. They did a ton of renovations to get, uh, to allow the, 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 um, uh, the social distancing and talking about six, eight feet is the new six feet. So, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. They're getting the temperature taken every two seconds. Uh, it's weird, man. So, it's, I don't know how they're gonna do this. Uh, but those contact trace bracelets are dope. Uh, you get a bracelet, it beeps or lights up when you're within six feet of somebody else. So, uh, I thought that was that's a cool little thing. They're trying. Uh, they're trying to make it work, but we'll see. We'll see. Random question for you, since What's we're that? talking about spacing. How many feet do you think you have to be away if you want to sing or play an instrument? Oh, yeah, I saw that. I don't know. I don't. I, I did see a, a an, uh, fourteen feet. Fam. Yeah, I saw. I saw a, a article about that, dude. Well, my yeah. wife is in a community choir, so she told me about it, and then they talked about it with school because the band might be in, like they're trying to figure out how to do still do band. Fourteen feet. You're gonna be playing outside with that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you're gonna have to have band, uh, band class outside. The marching chops, man. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. But that was the interesting thought. Uh, just to, he, he spoke for about 30 minutes. Those were the highlights that I thought um, were the takeaways from from Coach Rule. Uh, Shaq, and it's interesting hearing from Shaq and, and KK. Those dudes, you really don't hear them speak much. Uh, but now, with the way things are, they are essentially the veterans. Uh, so it was real cool to hear, especially KK. Dude's really well-spoken. Um, I'm surprised he doesn't really speak talk more. But he's really well-spoken. Um, really good to hear from him. Talked about how his shoulders, uh, shoulder stuff is coming back really well, um, and you know he's excited to get back. Um, Derek Brown, Derek Brown spoke, spoke and uh, I, it was interesting that he actually worked out with KK in the summertime. So that was pretty cool uh, to see. Um, Shaq, really, nothing really was was interesting from uh, Shaq's. Uh, just t- talking about being more vocal. Um, that was pretty much it for that. Um, and then Teddy, Teddy spoke. Um, what did Teddy speak about? Teddy had a lot. Teddy, they asked him about pretty much. Uh, he said the team feels like his team, uh, which is very. It's very interesting to hear him come out and say that. You know, you expect that from your quarterback, but it's just weird hearing it. Um, you know, he said that it's his team, and he credits the support of uh, Herney and Tepper for making him feel like it's his team. Um, so. Teddy says it's his team. Uh, he says he also <laughs> said, he also said he also said it was a, a high percentage of, of the offense is what he, is what they ran in New Orleans, um, and he's able to, uh, he was able to get some guys together in the offseason, which is really cool. Um, he got together. They had like a, a mini camp um, here in Charlotte, and he was able to get the running backs, wide receivers, and even some old linemen together uh, to practice. Uh, so that was dope. Um, and then he talked about how Joe Brady. Uh, taught him the system in New Orleans, which we knew. 
and uh, he's very very comfortable with uh, with Joe Brady, which essentially is why he's why he's here. Um, he also said he's 100% healthy, no issues. Um, and then they asked him about some of the protesting and and, uh, and kneeling. He said he's leaning towards kneeling, um, and he hasn't made a decision yet. And he'll he'll make that decision when uh, the time is is uh, appropriate. So, um, yeah, man, I, I like I like uh, I like what I heard from Teddy. Um, it's just a, a stark stark contrast from what we had in Cam. It's just really different. He's very well. Not to say Cam. Cam like, let's be honest. Let's be let's be transparent here. We know Cam. Has his camisms, wasn't the best speaker, uh, and whatnot. Teddy is. Well, Monty Jones does a montage whenever they mention Cam. Yeah. So, about you know, his isms. So, yeah, Teddy, Teddy was very well spoken, took his time. Um, so, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was good, good hearing from Teddy and good hearing from the rest of the players, especially KK, man. I like KK. I, I like KK a lot, man. I hope, uh, I, don't, I don't know what it's going to be like moving forward with KK. His contract is pretty massive. Um, but uh, I like him a lot. I like KK a lot. It was good hearing from him. Um, I think that's pretty much it from the from the press conferences. Did you got you got any other takeaways, um, that you wanted to to speak about from the ones that you listened to, Dave? I'll say I'll say this about Derek Brown, man. My man is Derek Brown is focused, yo. You see, yeah, he's he, got the he's got the media game down pat. Yo, he he is he is. He is focused. He's ready to rock. And he knows how to dodge questions too. Yeah, he. It, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think that a Derek. He. I don't know, man. He he was very well, much more uh, well spoken than I thought he would be. Um, nah, but, I knew he would be because, like, based on like when he had the last his interview when he first got drafted. Nah, he's got a good head on his shoulders, man. He's there yeah. to work. Yeah, he's good. He's he's good. Um, they asked him about the differences between him and KK. He kind of just dodged that. Says. You know, I really hadn't had a chance to work together with them, mm-hmm. but they but they did practice in the uh, in the off season in the summertime. So that's that's dope, man. I, it's dope. I, I like it. I like it. You know, just I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm not gonna. It may I don't know. Maybe it's just me talking. Um, and after listening to these press conferences, man, I was I was I was much more confident with the way things may turn out this year. I like Teddy a lot, man. I really do. I like Teddy a lot. I think he's gonna be solid. Um, and some of these guys, even given the circumstances and the new coaches, the new all, all that, I think it's going to be a little bit better than what I, I, I anticipated. Um, I think, I think depending on how we start, is going to matter for rule. If we can, if we can start off by beating the Raiders week one, that'll be a big boost to that entire squad. It's going to be a very young team, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. So I think it's, it's imperative that they have, if they end up starting pretty, if they end up starting with a win, I don't think you guys are going to get Trevor because <laughs> I think with the young, with the new head coach, those type of things are important. You know, Rivera struggled his first couple of years, but you know, if rule can get going, cause like, I think the offense is going to be good. And I talked about it last week when we went got into fantasy. I think, all, I think there's a potential for three to four for all four teams within the NFC South to fall into the top 10 offensively. Yeah, they asked about the speed, the good segue. They talked about that with Teddy. And Teddy was like, you know, I mean, he's very immediate, very, very good. He's good. He's good. This guy's good. He, he said, you know, everybody's solid on paper. And he gave the, the, the you know, the media answer. Um, mm-hmm. But he, somebody asked him that. Somebody asked him about the offenses. And, you know, uh, he, he answered it. He responded pretty well. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I just come away a little. And, again, this is me. It's just me talking. 
And, uh, and you know, just maybe it's just because football's back. It's just good hearing uh, about football. And I, 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 they, they're, they're coming off with a good vibe. Nobody seems like it's just, you know, too overwhelming for them. They, they are, they know what the situation is, and I think they are prepared to kind of, if the, to kind of weather the storm with the new coaches and all that stuff. And everybody seems to, even with Phil Snow, they, you know, they asked the defensive guys about Phil Snow, and they, they said he's a fiery guy and they want to play fast and whatnot. So we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Hey, man, appreciate the super chats. I think John said one earlier too. My fault. I was yeah. reading something while I was, uh, and I missed that. Yeah. So shout out to John and shout out to uh, to Jared for the uh, the super chats. We really appreciate that. Um, and I think uh, Jared super chat says Rue has has to win sixteen games over his first two uh, years for me to be comfortable. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not knocking that at all. So two eight and eight seasons is fine, Jared. <laughs> I don't know. That but, could be that's plausible. I mean, like if 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 the team buys in, they're going to be competitive at a minimum. I think the problem is not going to be offensively. I think offensively they're going to be able to drop as much points as they want. I think defensively is where the problem is going to lie. Yeah. I think the bigger concern you're going to have is whether or not Joe Brady is just a one and done But that's plausible. It is. Very, like you, you want, I hope, you want, I, I, I told, you want him I, to stick around a little bit. Listen, I told y'all that the the day he was hired, I told you he going he's one step away from a head coaching job, and it, it could go if it goes really well. This dude is going to be out of here like quick. He's young. They're gonna somebody's gonna take him out, and I'm just I'm wondering if Tepper dropped a big enough bag to keep him around long enough. That's all I wonder. You know what I'm saying? Um, he wouldn't but, talk uh, about that bag, so he might have. Right, he may. We're talking about yeah, ain't no salary cap with coaches. It's facts. Yeah, he may drop a super <laughs> bag to keep all them. I mean, he paid he- rule a hell of a hell of a amount. Just imagine what he paid. Um, you know, just can you can imagine what he paid uh, Joe uh, Joe Brady? But we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, bro. Like. I don't know. I'm 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 a bit more optimistic than I was. I, I'll leave it at that. And again, I haven't seen anything. It's just a gut feeling based off of what I'm hearing. That's all. It's take it for what it's worth. Um, but all right, let's move on. Let's talk about. I don't even know what's next. Let's talk about these roster moves. All right, Dave. There's a bunch. They got yeah, mad there's a bunch. I was interested in talking about the roster moves last week, man. I was I, like, look, man, I, I ain't gonna be talking man. about these guys and they're gonna be making. It. No, I was gonna talk about guys that ain't making a roster unless somebody opts out or somebody's hurt. All right. Well, that's fair. Well, we gotta we gotta start. We gotta start and give some flowers. Uh, Graham Gano, obviously, um, was played with the Panthers for a long time. Got rid of him, um, and uh, we got two point eight million in salary cap relief. Uh, but obviously, one point five gets added to uh, the dead money. The league leading. Everybody wants to wants to say a good talking point that we lead the league in dead money. Okay, fine. Who cares? So what? This this is that's a. Not, not- this season, that's what I, you know what I like to call that, Rashad. What a herniaism. Herniaism. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a wash. <laughs> I mean, it's a wash. We're it, we're not gonna win a Super Bowl this year, so dead money is irrelevant. When you have a new coach, new system, new players, all that, you're gonna cut players, and that happens. So it it is what it is. You're gonna have the dead money. And again, we talked about that a while back. We talked about the dead money. I know it's a lot, but you want to take, you want to go ahead and eat that dead money now. So that you can go ahead and start fresh next season, and obviously with next season we're in a lot better uh, scenario uh, cap wise, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but we're in a good position. Uh, so great, shout out to Graham Gano, and we'll we'll celebrate one of his greatest moments in a second. Um, but yeah, uh, Graham Gano got cut. Uh, it's the Joey Slash show from here on out. Uh, we also cut Chris Smith. I don't I know if y'all remember Chris Smith was the guy that. Um, 
you know, he had some tragic situations happen, and he's a, a hometown guy. Uh, he used to play for uh, Cleveland, and uh, we signed him, and uh, he got cut. Not sure what happened there, um, but I was happy for the dude when we signed him because he had such tragic situations happen in the past. It would have been nice to uh, see a, a good story uh, to see him uh, make the Panthers. So but that's unfortunate. It is what it is. Uh, then you got a couple other guys. Uh, uh, Damon Jean-Pierre, he was on the practice squad last year. Tyler Martz. Uh, a couple other notable notable names, and then Jason, the last three: Jason Ferris, Rodney Smith. I know Rodney Smith is a big name that everybody wanted to talk about in the undrafted free agent video. When I posted that joint, y'all killed me for saying he wasn't gonna make the team. Uh, maybe not y'all, but some people did. Um, that y'all killed me about him. Um, but you know, it is what it is. He got cut. Jason Ferris, I think he had an injury issue. He was a linebacker with the with the mustache. That was him. Um, and uh, Frederick uh, Myoga, I think that's the dude from um, Washington, uh, the center from Washington. Uh, he got cut as well. Uh, I would have liked to see him, um, and but, you know, it is what it is. Another interesting note, uh, Michael Pilardi, uh, he also starts the year. Uh, he's going to miss the season, excuse me, with an ACL issue. Um, and he, you know, so he's got to he's got to get no, no, no Baylor guys got cut. Uh, no Baylor guys got cut. I don't think. Um, and you know that's not going to happen. And he talked he talked about that in his press conference about how he wants to keep. It's important because of this weird season we have to keep guys around and know your system so they can translate that to the newer players, or to excuse me to the to the player to the other players on the roster because everybody's new essentially. Um, so um, I think it was important. It's going to be important for Rule to keep all of his Baylor guys um, so that they can translate his coaching style and whatnot. So, uh, no Baylor guys got cut. All right, so um, that's all the guys that got cut, um, and we gotta, you know, we gotta give Graham Ganosa not quite Panther legend, um, but we do gotta celebrate this legendary moment in Panther history as we uh, bid Graham Ganosa farewell. Le ha sobrado distancia, le van a servir. Tiene altura, tiene profundidad, va a llegar, va a llegar. All right, man. Shout out, shout out to Graham Gano, man. We wish you uh, good luck in all your endeavors. Um, thank you for your service for the Panthers and whatnot. Um, but you know the injury issue messed him up, uh, and you know having Joey Sly come in here and be what somewhat serviceable uh, kind of set him back. But it is what it is. Uh, shout out to Graham Gano and your 65 yard uh, field goal. That was pretty dope. Uh, I think we watched that one live. That was a game we watched live. Didn't we watch that one live, Dave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah. All right. So, uh, shout out to Graham Gano, man. Peace out, homie. All right. So, some more roster moves. All right, Dave. Here we go. Uh, we got to talk about this opt-out situation, man. We got to talk about this opt-out situation. Uh, uh, what's good, Shannon? Um, so, it's a lot of people... Uh, considering their options here with this opt-out, all right? So Jordan Mack is a guy I think a lot of people were excited for. Uh, I think he was a linebacker from Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And Christian Miller announced today that he was also opting out. Uh, He's a a high-risk guy, uh, and he decided to go ahead and opt out. 
Uh, and that, you know, it is what it is. More power to all the guys that are opting out that don't feel comfortable playing. You got to do what you got to do. No, Nobody should knock anybody for opting out. But I do want to talk about some of the specifics surrounding opting out because it's very interesting, okay? It's, it's, yeah, I don't think it's quite as cut and dry as everybody wants it, wants, wants it to be. Um, and real quick, before we get into the details of opting out, we also signed a couple guys, signed a punter and whatnot. Um, so uh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, we that. talked about that punter. It was like, why are we talking about the, the punter that we picked up last week? And I'm like, because the only way he's making the team is if something happens to Pilardi. And then a few days after, yeah, Sharp Pilardi. Yeah, and real quick, we I did want to, before we get into the opt-out situation, Greg Little, he did start on the pup, uh, but he was quickly activated. So he was activated uh, from the pup rather quickly. I don't even know why. I guess he failed the physical and then came back and then um, he passed it. So they activated him. Nervous, bro. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. The dude is is one. He's he's close to a career in the injury. I, I, I'm not gonna. We'll hope it doesn't have, happen. But those concussions are not a game. He had a ton of them already. So I don't expect much from Greg Little at all. Uh, hence uh, why we went out and signed uh, Russell Okung. So um, you know, hopefully he's he. I pray for his health, and he might need to he might need to take an opt out year to get his mind right. Literally. Uh, so hopefully, um, you know, everything works out for Greg Little, but he was activated off the, off the pup. Um, so it is what it is. All right. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this opt-out situation, Dave. Um, because like you were saying, like you were alluding to, Dave, the NFLPA did agree to shorten the window, um, between the contractual agreement and the deadline, the deadline to, uh, you know, decide whether you're going to do it opt-out that is. And, uh, there's some final language that uh, it needs to be tweaked in that opt out, and this is this is what's weird about it. You got people opting out, um, and there's the 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 details haven't even been cranked out yet. Like there's there's still tweaking language in the opt out. So I'm based on, and I, I say that to say what I'm gonna read and the information that I have is based on uh, what I know, and there's information. Obviously, this could change. So. I say that to say, take this what I'm gonna say with a grain of salt because it could change, but it is what it, it it's what I have. Okay, um, so the NFL the NFLPA agreed to shorten the window. So I think it just came out today that they're gonna um, the deadline is supposed to be like Wednesday, I believe. So when it was supposed originally supposed to be Saturday, then they moved it up to Wednesday or Thursday is what it's supposedly supposed to be. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I'm not. That's what I'm reading. Now, it changes every day. Um, so the deadline. I read somewhere it could be as early as tomorrow. T- yeah, it could be as early as Tuesday. Yeah, I saw that too. So I, it, we don't know. We don't know. Okay, we don't know. Um, but obviously, the NFL wants to get this over with as soon as possible. They want to know what they're opting out. With. Yeah, but they. I guess they want to rush and kind of people have people make their decisions. As soon as possible, and NFLPA folded like a like an accordion dog, and like the NFLPA under no cir- circumstances should be okay with moving this up. Like you got to look out for your people, like and and you and everything that I'm about to read, like all this could have been uh you know avoided with in the in the new CBA agreement. Like there's some things that could could have been negotiated like prior to this. This is this is insane. Like what I'm about to read is insane. Like. Some of the rules in place. If you opt out, like it's 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 wild. It's wild. But it, I I don't know. Let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So we, this is as it relates to the opt out. 
Um, the NFL, they created two different categories for opt-out. All right, there's two different uh, categories. There's a high risk, which Christian, Christian Miller is one of those. He's a high risk opt-out. Uh, and there's a there's a voluntary one. So if you have a high risk, there's certain conditions you have to meet in order to be classified as uh, a high risk candidate. It's according to this, the the CDC and all that or whatever. Um, but if you opt out, uh, the the player will receive a three hundred fifty dollar uh, excuse me three hundred fifty thousand dollars stipend for the season. Okay, three hundred fifty thousand dollars stipend. All right. Then that contract will his yearly contract will be told. Meaning that you can essentially move it to the next year, and you add on another year to your to the end of your contract. So, for instance, if a player is under contract from 2020 to 2023, that that window moves from 2021 to 2024. Does that make sense? 2021 yep. to 2024. All right. So that player does also automatically earn an accrued season towards free agency. That's important. That's huge. So that's that's a good win for them as well. Um, because because that determines when you can hit free agency, um, so basically the tr- the the players treated it as if he spent sim- six weeks on the roster. So it's a, it's a really big deal. That's that's a big deal. So they got that that W there. All right. So um, that that's for high risk. All right. That's for high risk. Uh, the low risk, or excuse me, the voluntary opt out, which is what Marquise Goodwin essentially when he opted out, he opted opted out voluntarily. Shot to him, he decided to, uh, you know, he lost some kids in the past and he didn't want to have to deal with that. So he opted out. Again, there's, you got to do what's best for your family, all right? So there's no no underlying health condition. And uh, what happens is you get $150,000 stipend. So essentially that is going to be an advance from your, your contract, all right? So not all players, and this is the key. This is, this is, this is the key. Not all players are eligible for that advance if you voluntarily opt out. This that's the big thing, all right? To earn this advance, you must you you either must be on a roster at least 3 weeks in 2019 or drafted in 2020, okay? All right? So if you were a free agent all of 2019 but were signed as a tryout player, you won't get the advance. Likewise, uh if you're an undrafted player in 2020, you won't get the advance either. Um the contract player We'll told that so if you also opt out voluntarily, your contract will also toll. So, um, and with the tolling, again, what happens is uh, you're they're gonna deduct that hundred fifty thousand dollars stipend uh, from the toll contract for the next season. So, so do they do that for the three fifty k? Correct. Yeah, they do that too. They, yes, they okay. do that too from three fifty k. Yeah. So, so yes. Um, so essentially, you're taking a loan from yourself. And that's why that's why the undrafted free agents uh, are, don't get it because they weren't on the contract. Yeah, so it really weird situation. All right, so um, so now th- that begs the question. All right, so what happens if the season's canceled, Dave? Um, so it really depends on when the season's canceled. If the season's canceled before the start of the regular season, um, the players will not be paid any salary other than a small stipend. And that would depend on your roster status in 2019. All right, so you ain't getting jack squat unless you was on a roster in 2019, or uh, if you were drafted. All right, so if you earned a credits credited season, uh, if you earned a, earned a credited year in 2019, you receive a $250,000 stipend, uh, a $250,000 stipend, and your health insurance. 
So the same applies for if you were drafted in 2020. All right. Uh, if you were undrafted in 2020 or did not receive a credited season, you receive a $50,000 stipend. That's if the season is canceled. All right. The contracts for all players will toll uh, uh, in the NFL if the year is canceled. So it's crazy. All right. So essentially, the 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 players are are in. If you're not like if you're not financially like if you didn't take care of yourself, this and this is why I think personally a lot of players aren't opting out, is because these these people have to they got to survive too right just because you make and this I'm just gonna say this and this is this is just real talk here, like if you think that all those players just because they make a lot of money, and you, and you think they're financially stable, they're not. they're not like these dudes are not taking care of their money like that. Like, I think people got to understand that, like, some of these players don't just take care of themselves. Exactly. Exactly, they, Dave. They, they take care of other family members. Facts. They take care of folks within within their circle. Like, for some for some players, they're, they're covering a lot of households, not just exactly. theirs. Exactly. Exactly. So I, put, so, I put it like this. I put it like this, Dave. You know, if, if you make if you let's say you make fifty thousand dollars a year right let's say let's let's break break, bring this down to a a normal person level if you make fifty thousand dollars a year dave and let's say you work let's say you work at food line i'm I'm just throwing an example out let's say you work you you work in somewhere that is high risk you're you're essential worker Mm -hmm. you're a doctor or something like that you make 50 a nurse you make fifty thousand dollars a year would you quit your job to go on unemployment voluntarily no. So no. that's what we're that's what we're expecting these players to do is we're saying, hey, go opt out and take a hundred fifty thousand dollars stipend. Can one? I doubt. I doubt players can even. Dude, big said it. More money, more problems. Like these right. people's bills increase with the money. Like it's not like they're they're uh, they making all this money and then rent a thousand dollar apartment. Like these dudes are buying houses. You know what I'm saying? So nah, I get it. I mean, if y'all don't want to, if you don't want to, if you don't like the nurse and doctor example, so let's, let's do it this way. An engineer makes $75,000. This engineer has to go in and do work and it's required. This engineer might have kids and everything else going on. If he quits his job, there's a lot of folks that are going to be impacted. Unemployment is not going to be enough to make ends meet, even with a $600 stipend additional stipend that was yeah. out for the last quarter that just expired. That just expired, just yeah. enough to cover the bills. Yeah. Things aren't going to get paid. There will be a point where I have to choose between the heat or the water or the electricity. Right. Because I've already lost the car payment. That ain't getting paid. So, like, you got, when, because these players, like, just like me, like, God forbid if I ever have to lose a gig, something's going to give because you don't anticipate losing that type of money. You know, you don't like, you don't take that big drastic pay cut. So imagine there's a player that makes in the millions. Let's say he makes $2 million a year and he has to make, he has to opt out because yes. of the situation. Hold on, hold on real quick. Hold on real quick. Yes. This is in the context of the Rona. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so like when you're talking about, all right, cool. You know, we're going to opt out. So he was making $2 million a year. Now he's about to go down to $350,000. That is a huge pay cut. 
his bills accumulate is probably more than that. Because you're because when you make two million dollars a year, most folks, most players, they're living the lifestyle of somebody that makes Fact. two million dollars a year. Exactly. It's exactly right. Yeah. The, the, like like, like 20, 24 year old Dave and 37 year old Dave are two different Daves. Fact. I live a completely different lifestyle. Exactly. I ain't buying NBA arcades at 25 year old Dave. Exactly. <laughs> so it's all about perspective. Yeah. So I, what I'm saying is that's and that day that's why you don't see people opting out because they got built like they got bills even 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 um yeah I get it I get it it's 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 dangerous like you you gotta I think the players are expecting the 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 NFL and this might be this might be um. This might be not, and I'm not saying. And listen, I'm not saying the the season should go on or not. That's that's beside the point. the The owners are gonna put. They want this shit to happen, all right. And I think that players are saying, "Hey, I'm just gonna play football. I expect the the the, the NFL and the teams to to protect me and to to put in all these procedures, the 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 contact tracers, the 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 the, the, the temperature checks. They they just want to play football at the end of the day." They don't, they, and they're expecting the teams to 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 make sure that they're taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so here's the thing, you know, we're talking about this for the pro, for the pro, for pro. But truth be told, the the players right now that don't have an ounce of leverage are the college players. They have no leverage. Not well. None. Well, that's different. You no, know, they're not getting paid though. They're that's not my point. Paid, though. So they out here. They out here about to freaking risk their lives, their their potential careers, like NFL because the Power Fives are going to play. The Power Five conferences are going to play, so they're out here risking their livelihood, not getting paid a dime, and don't have any leverage. I think the Pac-12 they're trying to do something in the Pac-12, some of the players, but they they lack leverage right now, hey, and so, they don't have anything to stay for. Yeah, and some of those kids. Are probably getting some levels of coverage that the NCAA don't even know about, but you know that yeah. too. And so, so Marcus, you, it's a good point. Yes, obviously, too many people out here are barely making it, making ends meet. Uh, to to feel sorry for them. Yes, that that you great point. I I, I agree with you, but I'm just I'm just bringing up the point as to why guys aren't opting out. I mean, you have some dudes that are opting out, and then you have like the vast majority of people not. And I think part of the reason too is because it isn't fully like it's it's not. The NFL does not – they don't have a plan. They don't have a plan, right? The, the the details aren't fully hammered out yet. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you expect dudes to opt out when they're, the there's it's not even fully organized yet. You know what I'm saying? All right, so uh, Slim J just said the opt-out deadline is Thursday. So we'll see on Thursday how, – by Thursday how many people opt out. I, I, Friday, I, I'm pretty Friday, sure – I will have my fantasy board ready because yeah. – that that's going to be very dependent on how yeah. I'm going to handle fantasy. No, and so. I and I agree. And this again, this is not me saying that the NFL, the season should or should not happen. That's not. That's you, not. That's you, you already awesome. heard. You know my opinion on it. What's that? They uh, they should not have a season. Yeah, I agree. I they agree with you. Not have a season. I'm because they're not. They're not prepared, man. I the thing that the thing like I've always thought they never prepared for this, but then. I watched the presser Dana White after the UFC event on Saturday, and they and then they asked him about like how you guys were able to do it regarding the bubble, 
what do you think the other pro sports aren't doing? And the first thing he said was, there is no way in hell you can get this done right without a bowl. It is impossible. And like baseball's, a, he's like, baseball's a shit show right now because of that. Because they, they decided not to do a bubble. They're going to end up canceling the season. I know they're trying their best not to, but if these cases keep climbing in the league, they're going to have to cancel the season. And the NFL is not doing a bubble. And that's what's going to kill them. That's what's going to do them in. So I don't know how many games it's going to take to technically count count as a season so the players can at least get some dough out of it. We'll say that but, uh, my, my fault. What would you just say? How many games do they have to play before what if for it to be considered a season? It's it's usually six, but it depends six. if they if they can't if they cancel uh so I got some information on that. So if uh so once once games are played, it it, it tweaks it tweaks it a little bit, all right? So we just talked about um if you're if you are if you earned a, se- a credit season last year, you'll get if the season's canceled and you earn you earn a credit season uh and you earn a credit season to, in 2019, you'll get 250000 and your health insurance. Same applies uh, for those drafted in 2020. You'll get the same thing. And if uh, if you go undrafted, you'll get 50000 That's if the season's canceled. But once the games um, are played, the equation changes changes a bit. So if you make it to final roster cutdowns, uh, then the players' contracts will not toll. All right? Stipends will also increase to 300000 and 100000 respectively, Though that amount will offset uh, by any salary earned prior to the cancellation date, so whenever they cancel, they decide to cancel whatever. Um, all players uh, who made the final roster and practice squad will also receive insurance. That's big. Um, these players will also earn an accrued season towards free agency if one game is played, and will earn a credit season towards uh, towards. Um, Well, if three games are played, okay. Uh, So, um, says note that if you if you sign in season, you will need the full amount of games played to earn an accrued season. This is a little it's a little confusing. So so now it says what happens uh, or how much the players if if there's a partial season, um, you'll essentially it'll go game by game. You'll earn whatever. So if they're twelve games, you'll get you'll get thirteen seventeenths of your salary. It's assuming there's a bye week and whatnot. Yeah. So um so yeah so that's good that's how it's gonna work if there's if there's a season and they cancel it during the season. So you'll get paid a wee bit more or a lot more actually than your stat your your uh your stipend. All right. So uh so yeah, I it's I don't know man it's this. And again, I don't think all that is hammered out officially yet. I think there's still some language in there. That's probably what they're working on right now. So uh that's a great yes. Matt Matt is a that's a great question. So players players would owe um I read this. It says player players would owe the money back if the if uh to the teams if they fail to make the roster in twenty twenty one. Yes, that is I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Yes. I yo man, that. yo man, whoever yo Demar- is his name Demarcus Smith that runs NFLPA, they need to fire him on sight. Yeah, they not represent the players well. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, yo, they ain't got nobody to blame but themselves. They signed up on this, and but then that's when what they, happens then, when you have a go ahead. But that's what happens when you have a league full of have and have nots too. 
That's true because too. The rich, the rich, the rich players, the ones that have got the big deals, they got a completely different perspective than the ones that are barely making ends meet. So, you know, that's what happens. Like I can't, like Cam Newton, a Cam Newton making one point five million dollars a year is different than the Cam Newton's making twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, they would have two different perspectives. Yep, that's a fact. And I think, um, and it, that that also, you know, you talk about guaranteed money and all that stuff. And you know how most of that guaranteed money is, is prorated, right? And you get you don't get that money either. If, if you if you opt out, you don't get that 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 money's that guaranteed money that you're supposed to get. You're not getting it. The only thing that you get is like a workout bonus or a signing bonus you, that you you already been paid. You get that. That's it. Um, so I got an example. I got a quick example. Oh, I got a quick example right here. Uh, so here's an example of a contract uh, and. As you can see in 2021, this particular player, um, his base salary is 15 million. All right, uh, and he has some prorated bonuses and whatnot, and he has a roster bonus of three million and a workout bonus of of, uh, of 500 thousand. All right, so what happens is, uh, what happens is, is that you you get that you get that money that workout and roster bonus. So you'll get your three point whatever million. But you won't get your base salary. So that fifteen million, you're not getting that this year. You, you you're not getting plus that plus your prorated uh your prorated um bonus. You're not getting that either. And then, but see how that that the hundred fifty thousand stipend that you you received. This player received a hundred fifty thousand dollars stipend in twenty twenty, and that you see how that's deducted in twenty twenty one. That's how it's gonna work. And then it, it pushes it down. It pushes it down a year. So you'll get another year added on. You'll receive that money that you were supposed to receive in 2020, and uh, and push it down to 2021. So that's how it'll work. Does, does that make sense? Nah, I get what you're doing. Yeah. I get, I get, I get how we're going down. But yeah. geez, geez. No, it's 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 ugly, man. It's ugly. So you're asking a dude that was about to make 23 23 million in one year, take th- uh what? 3.5. 3.5 with plus the 150 150 grand. He would get 3. that plus 6.5. Yeah. And you're like somebody like me with three point six five, I think I would be fine. Yeah, I would be great. With somebody with that would make 6, like twenty, but for somebody that that was that was planning on making twenty three and a half million, and the lowest within his contract is seventeen and a half million, I don't know if he's gonna be fine. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think he'll be fine. So, th- so you're that talking gets- about a, you're talking about an eighty percent pay cut. That is a lot. Yeah, and that's an example. That's an example of how. It would affect a player like a Christian McCaffrey. Somebody asked that earlier. How would that affect a Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey or or, uh, or Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, but Christian McCaffrey's dad. No, I'm not, I know that. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, I'm giving you an example. Yeah. But that's that's. So you're asking players to opt out, like voluntarily, based on like they're not going to do that. Like you, would you t- like would you voluntarily take a, a 80% pay cut from your job, Rona or not? No. No. Like. So, nah. so sometimes you got to do what you got to do, man. And like I think that's what these players are are doing, good, bad, or indifferent. So I don't think it's that easy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, all right. So real quick, um, I wanted to talk, and this I want to give another example of how that would affect Christian Miller, right? So we just talked about how Christian Miller opted out. He's a high risk guy. So look at here's his numbers. All right. So he got, see how it's much easier for him to opt out. So Dave. He was making six hundred and seventy-five thousand this year. All right, yeah, so he's so. making six hundred seventy-five thousand. All he's gonna do, he's he's gonna take the three hundred fifty thousand. Much easier pill to swallow for Christian Miller. Um, 
Yeah, he, he, his 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 salary got broken in half. Yeah, but he gets the one hundred eighty three though, right? Yeah, he'll get he'll get uh, the one eighty three plus plus the three fifty exactly. So he 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 walked out of there like he only taking one hundred fifty thousand dollars pay cut to sit at home. That's why it's easier for him to make that decision. Plus, he's high risk, so it's still easier for him to make that decision. And, and then we just talked about it earlier, Dave. That hell, seventy percent of the league is high risk because of the weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I was in the league, I'd be high risk. This 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 ain't this thing ain't created equal. That's why it's not it's not that simple. You know what I'm saying? He does got to make the team next year. He oh he do got to. I don't know if the high risk people got to pay it back. I said I don't I don't know about that. We got to find out. I got to find out. That's but probably, based on the NFLPA. They probably got to pay that. They probably don't know that either. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, it is what it is, man. That's smart for Christian to sit out. So, it all depends on the contracts, too, because that's going to matter. It depends. Everybody has their own individual circumstance. So, like, we're going to have, like, a bunch of offensive and defensive linemen and linebackers that are going to be sitting at home in the NFL. Because, I mean, especially if they're low, if they're not paid, if they're not, like, they didn't get a big contract, they're going to be chilling like a villain. Yeah. Has any rookies opt out yet? Uh, no, no, dude. dude they they to. about to make the time. They about to make the money. They was uh, their life. You just play. You play college football for free for how long? For two to three, four years, and you, bro, they not opting out, man. Like they're not going to be. Jordan Mack was uh, he was un, he was undrafted. He un, he was undrafted free agent, so he wasn't guaranteed to make the roster anyway. Uh, it's different if you're drafted because you're you're guaranteed some money. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're protected a little bit more than undrafted. Undrafted free agents are completely getting a shaft, B. They're getting a shaft in this whole situation. You know what I'm saying? First of all, they, they don't have any guaranteed salaries, and they don't get a preseason to kind of show off their talents and potentially make a make a roster. They're they're the ones that are getting really shafted here. Um, so that's why I had that's why I said what I said last week when I said <coughs> a lot of these folks that are getting signed, they're not making this team. They have no way to show out unless it's like a, a veteran free agent. The, the Baylor, the Baylor guys do though. The Baylor guys have a good chance of hanging, even making the practice squad. Once you make the practice yeah, but, squad, that's because, still something. because they they know the system exactly. Like but most, but like I'm talking about cats that are getting picked up now, right? Getting picked up at this point, unless there's a major injury, they ain't making this team. Agreed. But let's let's. I agree with you. But there's some people that there's there's. Let's not forget that the um, the practice squad uh, size did increase this year, so we're allowed yep. to keep I think up to sixteen players now. So that's more opportunity for guys to come out and and even excuse me even make the make the uh, the practice squad. That matters because once you get that, at least you got some kind of income coming in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yes, yes, each each undrafted free agent, it's a high, it's highly unlikely going to make the roster. But still, making a practice squad is something that provides you something. You know what I'm saying? Some sort of means of to live. You know what I'm saying? So um, that that matters. It matters. So, but real quick, I did want to talk about the uh, the Patriots. All right. I think think Bill got a little sum up his sleeve. Okay. I think Bill got a little something going on up his sleeve. B. Um, He's already lost seven players, right? Eight. They lost. They I think they've got a total of eight players that have opted out. Right. Um, really interesting what could happen here, and I think a lot of people need to pay attention to what happens with these opt outs, uh, because what happens is that that 
that frees up salary cap for this year. All right. So see if there's we're we're making the assumption that a season happens. You get to either use that money on I'm not saying the Patriots will, but the smartest thing for them to do will be to carry that over to next season. I think that's what the Patriots are doing. They're freeing up cap season cap for next season, but get because guess what, Dave? This is gonna be a cap reduction next year. Mm-hmm. So you you take that that uh that carryover into next season and it, you can kind of um bite that bullet a little bit easier. So I think the Patriots got something going on uh with these opt outs. So I think he he knows what's he he knows what's going on and I don't I don't uh, I think he's he's out here playing chess with these uh these opt outs. Um so I just wanted to point that out. They got a league high. I think they they freed up about 19 million um in cap space. So you can carry that cap. Yeah, because there was a there was a star player that that, that opted out, and there's yeah. talks that the McCourt, that Devin McCourty might opt out too. Pat Patrick Chung opted out. Uh, I believe the, the, the one what are the linebackers opted out? I can't remember. Dante Hightower. Hightower, yeah, he he uh, opted out. So yeah, they got some big names that opted out. Got some big names that opted out. Um, but yeah, but anyway, um, that's uh, I just want to bring that up because I think it's interesting. It's interesting. All right, so real quick, uh, speaking of cap space, this is kind of where we are next next year. Uh, we're assuming, I don't know if that projected calorie, uh, uh, salary cap for next year is, is going to be accurate. Uh, I don't think it is at all. Uh, but if it stays the way it is, we'll have $42 million. I think either, if, even if the cap gets lowered or stays the same or gets cut, I think we're still in a decent position. Decent position. I think we'll have a decent draft position. Um, so, uh, I think we'll be, we'll be okay if, uh, the cap, uh, decreases. There's some people that are going to be in trouble though. There's some teams that are going to be in some serious trouble if the cap decreases for sure. I think we'll be fine though. We'll see what happens. The Saints? Yeah. And the I, yeah, I think I did, I did read, read that. Now I thought, I, I did think I saw that the 195 million was the number that I saw floated. And I think we would have like 9 million in cap space if that happened. Uh, somewhere around that, uh, so I think we'll be fine. We we could we'll we'll be fine um, if that were to happen. But uh, keep an eye on the opt outs. I think it's interesting interesting conversation. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, with the opt outs. Uh, again, we only have two so far. One uh, kind of you know mid major one in in a Christian Miller. I uh, hope that doesn't hurt his uh, standing with the team next year. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get lost in the sauce. I think he could potentially get lost in the sauce. He was already one of those tweener guys. Didn't have a real position. I don't. I don't. Although Rule and them do like versatility, I don't know. You know, he he wasn't drafted by them. So when you're in that tweener, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I hope I hope everything works out because I like Christian Miller a lot. But um, and I hope he uh, with his high risk situation, I hope it. You know, works out for him in the long run. But uh, that's all I had, Dave. That's all that's I had. Uh, any you, any other thoughts? Any other thoughts uh, before we open up the phone lines for a little bit? Thursday, man. If somebody crazy outside for the Panthers, we might have to do an emergency. Episode. Oh yeah, we'll do we'll do emergency episode. Something happens. What if Shaq? Well, Shaq ain't gonna opt out. He making too much money. Nah, he'll he'll opt. Well. I ain't gonna opt out. He made too much money. He just got their contract. He ain't opting out. He did just. He did just get paid. Who was the second? So I'll get asked. Who was the second best Panther? Uh, in our, in my opinion, second on the best roster Panther now. On the roster. I'll probably give it to DJ. 
Ooh, that's hot. Oh, more. Okay, I thought I went Dante Jackson. My no, uh, so no, I'm gonna I'm go uh, KK. I'm gonna go KK. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go KK. I'm gonna go KK. What jersey I got on? You know it. Come on, man. The bridge, man. Teddy, two gloves out in these streets, broski. Come on, dog. The bridge. The br- bridge. Teddy, Teddy, two gloves, man. That's my boy. I'm rocking. I'm rocking with Teddy. Teddy B underscore H two O. Facts. I'm rocking with. I'm Team Teddy all day. Team Teddy all day. All right, the phone lines are open. If you want to talk, anything y'all want to talk about, we can talk about it. Um, it is what it is with these opt-outs. It's going to be interesting, man. I, again, I do think the NFL is going to push this through no matter what. Uh, I think they're going to make it happen. I know that the, the baseball season is going through some stuff. Good to see NBA back. Uh, but how, many, I think that, how, many, how many cases they got in the NBA right now? I don't know. I don't, any, they don't think they have any, right? Not an ounce. What about mm-hmm. the NHL? No, they got the bubble. Not announced, but they Sorry. both got the bubble. Now, UFC's been having cases, but most of their cases were with trainers, occasionally with fighters. But they have a way to isolate them really quick, and they've been able to backfill fights too. But even UFC, when they have cases, they're in a bubble bubble format. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think personally the NFL could have handled this much better. They could have planned a little bit better. I really like Dave's idea with the with the uh, kind of regional bubbles. That was a good idea. You you could have got. They should have cut you a nice check for that day. That was free. They're not gonna do it. So that's, that's why I know I'm not getting no check. I know. Man. I'm just saying that's 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 free game, man. You you gave them free game, Dave. They could have. I took gave that. you the free game that, that the NFL PA NFL PA or the NFL commissioner hasn't even thought about. They should do regional bubbles. I mean, it's not like they have to do something because then if you do regional bubbles, you can potentially put the bubbles. In a non-hotspot state, yeah, something that's not as crucial. That's a good idea, man. That's free game, like, man. Yo, like you could drop, like the pit, for example, you could potentially do a bubble in Rhode Island. You could put a bubble in Rhode Island. You know what I'm saying? And then that'll reward the Patriots because they've been dominating the AFC East for so dang long. All the teams ain't that far away. And you drop that bubble in Providence. Nah, they gotta put if they're gonna put the bubble, they gotta put it in like Vermont or something like that. Well, you could do Vermont too, but it's gonna be cold in Vermont, fam. I'm trying to get to something close, like Vermont. I mean, they they got ski resorts in Vermont. I just picked it. Like, I just like the, the meat, like the Miacs talking about playing spring football, and it's gonna be cold in some of them northern cities. It's gonna be cold, like wintry. Like, imagine how we're playing a game in March, February. Dog. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, man. I just I think they could have handled a little bit better. Uh, it is what it is, though. Um, you know, I'm I'm just listen, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for football to be back. Even just talking about it is dope. Uh, listen, I hope I hope all the players are safe. Um, again, I'm not I'm not a proponent. I'm not one of those guys saying that we should they should have a season. Uh, that's none of my business. Um, I'm not a football player. Uh, so, but I, I, I do enjoy the entertainment, uh, but I just hope they can, if they're going to do it, man, just cause I think they're going to do it. They're going to attempt to do it. Uh, and again, it could end up like in the MLB, but you never know, man, you know, so, so thoughts on J Cole going to the league, man. I saw that. I saw you going to try out his master P part two, bro. 
he might. Let's see if he, he makes the squad. Pete, Pete didn't make the squad, so he because Pete tried two teams. He tried the Hornets and the Raptors. If I remember correctly. Nah, I thought he. I thought he made. The, he made the team. Nah, nah, he made the team. Nah, I'm tripping. Nah, 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 nah. He he played through the preseason. Preseason, okay. That's why I saw. That's why I saw. Yeah, he played through the preseason, but he. Speaking made the of Pete, man, have you been watching the No Limit joints? Oh yeah, I'm a No Limit kind of source, sir. Fam, I yo, I just I just caught up because I think they started it when I was out last week. Uh, it started on yeah. Wednesday. Fam, I, I caught up, bro. Like, I there was so many things I didn't know, man. Like, I I was a No, no. Limit fan. Like back in the day, man, the, the factions are so dope. Like the no between No Limit, uh, you know, Cash Money and and Rough Riders, Rockefeller. Yo, that was an epic time of music, B. Um, yeah. And uh, P, uh, I didn't know one one uh, kind of thing I didn't know was uh, him hiring Michael Jackson's lawyer to give him that game, paid him twenty five thousand. Yeah. To give mm-hmm. him the game on how to how to uh, get go independent, man, that's that's dope for you to cough up that cash. Not a the, that the thing that I didn't the thing and I and I I was a big No Limit fan when I was in high school, but the thing that I didn't catch was um, Iveen man when he mm. when he had to meet with Iveen yeah. and Iveen was like we're gonna give you a million dollars do this thing and he was like nah fam he was like well if you close if this you door leave, you'll never get a job out here again yeah if you leave you never come back <laughs> now nah, and then and another and then another one i, I saw was uh was uh another th- cool moment was he when he's talking about how he got that crib out in la and uh and Shug hit him up and was like yo it ain't enough room for both of us and he was like so when you leaving yo p was gangster bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Master P, man. I love Master P, bro. P, P is dope, man. Yeah, I'm Do- looking forward to the- Doesn't get Like, I know the story bro. about how Snoop signed No Limit, so they're going to get into that. This a, P don't get Dog. enough. He don't get enough flowers, bro. He revolutionized his joint, bro. It, yeah. it, it takes like, everybody guts. always talk about how Cash Money got that deal with Universal. Nah, P, P made the, P set the standard for that joint. There's, Cash Money don't get that type of deal with that label if it wasn't for what P did before. Yeah, dude. T- yeah, P man, much, much, much props to P, P man. Uh, yeah, I heard about P. the cash. I knew about the cash money thing through No Limit, but even P in, you know, it wasn't gonna work. Not with Baby. There's no way it was gonna work with Blake with, with Slim and Baby. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, I'm glad he. I'm glad he realized that early too, because that could have been ugly. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. But yeah, man, shout out to Master P and No Limit. If you're not watching, it's well produced too. Like it's not like some. Some BS, uh, BET, like it's really nah, good. It's, nah, nah, nah. BET well does a pretty good job with some of these docs, man. I, yeah, I gotta nah, give it's well produced. Credit. It's well produced, bro. I, I'm, I had low expectations, but Dave said it was really good, so I was like, let me hop on. And yeah, uh, it's yeah, dope, man. Yeah. It's it's really good. It's really good. And it's gonna um, get better because now they're about to get into the, the they're about to get into the run. They about to. This yeah, next I, I need that Rough Riders one too, man. I need that. I need that. In my life. I'm a huge Rough Riders is my joint. Yeah. I don't know if we talking factions. If I had to rank them, they might have might have been. No limit's up there, man. I don't they think might... No Limit gets enough credit, but No Limit. When you talk about the '90s, listen, man. All time days. Beats about Dave. a pound. Beats about a pound is a problem. And the and the and the amount of music that No Limit was like hitting. And yeah, one point they were releasing the album like every, every week. Yeah, and Beats about yeah. a pound was going ham. Sam, you'll find at least a couple joints on that joint. You might think the rapper's trash. Mr. Servant is trash. But there's some dope beats on that record. He got a song with Pun. That's how I know that how big they got, man. Yeah. Yeah, No Limit was dope. And back then, Silk the Shock could rhyme on rhythm. 
I think they're gonna add. I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna or they're gonna uh, add more practice squad players. They're gonna add add more to that, and they're just gonna go with it, bro. If if a player gets the Rona, they gonna get him out, quarantine him, put somebody else in that joint, and keep going, bro. I'm telling you, man. I'm that's what's gonna happen, bro. They're gonna test every every because the Panthers are testing like every day. So they're gonna they test. Have any cases yet? So shout out to the Panthers, man. They've done a pretty good job. That's what I'm saying. Lines. And there's other players that other teams have the Rona, like Garner Minshew. Either Detroit, has, either has been exposed. That's what the list is. They have the COVID uh, or reserve list, and either you have been exposed to it or you've got it. And Matt Stafford is on that joint. Uh, Ron, uh, uh, Garner Minshew's on that joint. So it's it's happening. It's happening. Uh, but they keeping it moving. Keeping it moving. You know what's also wild? It just hit me. The NFL is like the only major sporting uh, organization in the world that I know of, or the you know in Europe or America. Because New Zealand is back with, but nobody goes to New Zealand every day. So the NFL is the only one that's going to have fans. They don't Every, everybody me. else just has no fans. So Yo, yeah, they they making it happen. That's they tough. need this. They need this money, B. The fans gonna probably have to sign a waiver too. They making this money, dog. No, the resale for those tickets may be super nice. Yeah, it will be crazy, man. Did you did you opt out of yours? Um, nah, we we opt in, but you know, supply is extremely low, demand uh, is extremely high. Ah, okay, gotcha. So you, it's it's just a matter of what. Yeah, so yeah, lottery, it's a lottery at this point or something. When we talk about season tickets. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you know, you 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 get a choice to opt in, opt out, and then it goes to the general public. So yeah, they're gonna try to fill up yeah. as much as they can up to the capacity that they can for certain friends. Hey, certain like gonna buy these tickets. Yeah, they're so, gonna make it happen. I'll be watching the game. I'm gonna be watching too because they're gonna have. I gotta figure happen. out what I want to do this year, man. Because I'm not going to a bar. I normally go to a bar. Man, you better be. I'm about to get that direct TV. <laughs> Might get that Sunday ticket. They, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they should make, they should make like games free or something. Well, no, they won't. They won't do. No, that. they won't. They, they, nah, they, nah, no way. I know, I know, I know, Dave. As soon no. as I said it, as soon as I said it, it sounded crazy, man. So yeah, I was like, they're not gonna make it free. I'm gonna they have to pay, which is fine. I'll pay. They might, they might make Sunday ticket like a, a grand. I ain't paying if it's a grand. Then I have to go to other, other options. Maybe like, you know, Monday, Monday, catch up or. Or the stream, the streaming life. Now they better keep the prices as is. They can't, they can't raise it. Hmm. Yeah. But all right, well, got... I guess on a. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I got, I got one. More. I'm not sure if you guys talked about this or not yet. But uh, Rick Ross against Two Chains. Oh uh, yeah. I was, I, I was just gonna get to that after this call. I saw Jared. Shout out to Jared. Another super chat. I saw it, but we was in the middle of the discussion. Uh, yeah, Rick Ross, Two Chains. I'm rolling with Ross. I'm a huge Ross fan. I, I listen. I went back and I, I was I was riding up up the street. Had to go to uh, Greensboro, and uh, I, I popped. I did like a versus in my in my car, and I think it. I think it's a little bit closer than what I what I initially had it. Uh, I don't think. I think. I don't think there's an answer. I don't think Ross has an answer for Feds watching, because that's my that's my junk. No, he does not. That that Feds watching is my jam. I think that's an automatic point for uh, for two chains. No problems might be an automatic point too. But but the prop the, the dilemma that he has that's like I, I think Ross is gonna win and I'm probably a bigger two chains fan, 
But the dilemma you that, bugging. huh? You bugging? Go ahead. My no, bad. I like to. I like two chains. I mean, DTP. Like I, I've I've been a fan of two chains before he was two chains. So you like Titty Boy? Is what you're trying to say? No, I'm saying that I remember him as Titty Boy. You could, you could say it, Dave. You could no, say no, titty. no. That's cool. I mean, he was Titty Boy. And he changed his name. There ain't too many rappers that had a better rebrand than him. Facts. That's a fact. When you, when you start thinking about it, that's the a dude fact. No. came out as Titty Boy, and that's then he then he converted the two chains and became a bigger star. And he had some decent Johns, decent jams as Titty Boy. He got so, one that'll be played in his joint. He got players. Duffel, so, Duffel, Duffel, uh, and Duffel Bag Boy. Duffel Bag, yeah, that's what he's going to play. And, 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 that's and it. Play a circle. Oh, no, I didn't play Play a Circle. Oh, no, you got to look at, uh, was it, Codeine Cowboy has some, has some stuff on it. Um, Travavelli has some cool stuff on it. So, I mean, he has a lot of stuff. He has well, a lot. Two chain, and I, I, I like, two chains, two chains variety. Is a, I mean, he has a lot more variety than Rick Ross. In my mm, I don't know about that, bro. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. Uh, but well, okay, well, check this out. Check this out. So, like, I was talking to the LBs, right? And we kind of had this discussion today. And um, you know, uh, Wood kept saying things about you know Rick Ross has this song, he has that song, he has this song, and all the songs he was naming. Other people were on those songs and had a better verse. Yeah, but okay, okay. No, so I, I, it depends. Okay, it's the same I, I agree. You gave me Snoop I, I did. I, I did give you that argument, and I, I will say, I will say this. I think that that applies to um, to when it's when you're featured on somebody else's song. I don't think it applies when it's your song. I mean, you could get watched. Stop right there! No, you just you just you assassinated Snoop the other week. No, that's because that's because that song get... was on that man's album. Nah, that ain't his song though, man. <laughs> Don't do that. That ain't his song, man. He closed the song. He ain't get the he ain't get the track. Nah. <laughs> now, granted, he did lose that round, but he ain't get the track. Ah, no, I, I can't. It depends. I guess it depends on the scenario. In that instance, Snoop, what that he don't get a point for that. He don't get a point for that, in my opinion. But I guess it it depends. Now there, see, and I guess that's the. If you're gonna look at at it that way, then he can't get in. He can't get in none of his his his, his bags. He can't get into the to the Drake bag. He can't get into State Scheming because he definitely ain't got the best verse on that. He can't get into Maybach. He can't get into Maybach music. He can't get in. There's a lot of stuff. If you if because I think I think people are forgetting that it's just it's twenty rounds. Two chains just got to play his best twenty. But I don't. But it, it'll be interesting to see if if it's all about execution at this point. And I'm curious to see how Ross and Chains and whether or not how how well they execute, and who 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 um pretty much controls the narrative when it comes to the tracks that are being. Because Ross got a mean Jay Z bag, dog. They got a, right, they but, got a lot of stuff together, bro. But does Jay Z have the, the better verse on that? On a did, okay, yes. Jay Z yes. yes, yes, of course, yes. Well, but like, here's the thing. Like, so like, that's, that's the thing tough, is like, man. Two Chains got a lot in his bag too. But a lot of folks didn't hear some of his best verses because of of who he's done it with. Like, I think one of Two Chains' best verses he's ever done was on a De La Soul album. But he ain't gonna play that joint. No, he's not. Because a lot of folks ain't heard who did. That's a that's an L. If you play it'll it. be an L because nobody because because it's about the audience too. Like the audience matters depending on who's gonna be. With and that's and that's why I think. Ross Percep- is gonna win. Perception is Ross is gonna win because he can get in those bags. He can get in that Jay Z bag. He can play the Maybach music. He can play. He got a Meek bag too. He can get in the play. He can play. I'm a boss. Yo, he got a lot of stuff. He got a lot, and he's featured. He got a Khaled bag. Like, 
This is it's, there's no beat. He can't play. All I do is win. He can't. No, he, he can't. can't. He can't. He cannot. No, he cannot. I agree. But he will. But I he agree. will. I agree. He can't play. All I do is win. He can't play he, it. But he's he gonna. But he's going to. When it's when when it's obvious you get that washed, then you can't play it. I I don't, I don't think he's gonna play all, all, all I do is win. You can't play that because Luda killed that joint. So I agree. He can't. He can't play. Yeah. That. Um. So, but it, he's got. He's got. Um, he got. Ross catalog is crazy, man. Oh, I ain't I down it, but remember, it's twenty songs, man. Twenty rounds. It's twenty. He yeah. got he got more than twenty. You can pick from his his and it, people keep going around about how long you know Two Chains been around, but Ross been at it for a minute too, bro. Not as long as Chains, but I, I'm with you. He been. In I think Ross is gonna win. Let me be clear. I think Ross is gonna win because of the features and everything else, but I think Two Chains is gonna give him more fits than people are gonna give him credit for, like. Joe Crops was talking about 17-3. Nah, it ain't gonna be that. Nah, Rory, yeah, Rory was saying that. Nah, nah there's no nah, chance that happens. That I think it, I, I give it I give it a I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a, like a 13-7 or something like that. Yeah. I think it's gonna be, be in, in that range. Yeah. But I will say when they like first that. announced it, I was like, yo, change is gonna get washed. And I did nah. I take that back. I do take that back. Nah. I take that back. I take that back. I was wrong nah, on nah. that. I I got two chains winning by it's not gonna be close, but it's gonna be a size market. Nah. If if chains if chains can control the trap narrative, he got a shot. But I just don't see it. I just don't see it. It's not happening, yo. You know what? You know what? If two chains wins, I'll give myself five dollars. That, that's what we're gonna do. Okay. Yeah. You can roll with that. You can give Rest in peace to Malik D, man. Never lost. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Rest, rest <laughs> in peace to Malik right, B. Man. From All right. the oh, I was founder of the root, founder of the Roots Crew, you know he he, he died last week. Oh, yeah. RIP. I took that one pretty. I took that one pretty rough. Cause them yeah. first, them first four Roots albums were were hitters for me. Big hitters for me. And yes, Marcus, Two Chains has hot verses. I think he showed out on the Run the Jewels album. I thought he showed out on the Run the Jewels album. And he probably had the best verse on Mercy too. But we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. Mm. We ain't gonna talk about that. I'm pretty sure he did. Mm. <laughs> we, we ain't gonna talk about that. Now, for those who do know me, I'm a big Roots fan. So, like, yeah, yeah. When Malik B passed away last week. That one, that one hurt. That one hurt a bit. Cold a hot two. Yeah, I can't, I can't. I probably could if I really sat down. I can't do that for Ross. So that ain't fair. I could definitely do it for Ross. <laughs> Ross is my. I'm telling. I love Ross, man. I this his. his the, his um his ability to to pick beats is crazy, and what he does on the yeah, beats. but then it, but then it, it but then it goes back to what are we talking about? What are we talking about now? Right? I, I think it all like, I think it all matters. I think it matters, but my point is is that what are we talking about here? I'm not doubting it. Like Ross ears for beats is ridiculous, but what are we talking about here? This ain't a producer battle. It's not, but it's, like if it's, it was Ross versus Nas, Ross would win because Ross picks much better beats than Nas. Yeah, Nas cannot pick beats, man. To save his life. Oh like, go my ahead. God. I want to hear these responses because I could go an hour about some of the terrible beats that he picked. <laughs> next, next, next. Yo, anyway, man, yo, like Nas, <laughs> Nas should be the undeniable goat, but because he can't pick pick a um beat to save his life, there's questions, man. Yeah. All right, Austin. Let's let's let Austin. Uh, let's let Austin rock, uh, and then we'll close this thing out. Oh, man, uh, that was that was it for me. Okay. All right. All right, Austin. We well, appreciate oh, yeah. you calling, Broski. Yeah.
Ain't no problem. Thank you, pride. Boop, boop. Keep having Thank you, pride, Thank you pride, man. Nah, said he picked beats, bad beats on purpose. The Nas should not ever be in the discussion for the top 10. Because that's not a challenge you want to have. Like, you want the joints digestible, too. I don't have Nas in my top five, but he's top 10. But anywho, yeah, you know, I don't, they, yeah. did, they did this crazy ranking of like the best rappers over 40 based on I the material that they released over it. 40. And like when I saw Nas on that joint, I'm like, you can't tell me he came out with a good album after 40. And then someone was like, life is good. I was like, he wasn't 40. Who's like, day top five? Black Thought, Black Thought, Black Thought, Black Thought, uh, and Black Thought. Nah, I got Black Thought, Rakim, Kooji Rap, um, KRS One, and Hov. Those are my five. Not, not, not in no particular order, but those are my oh, five. Oh, there you go. Don't cop out. Give them order. No, nah, I mean, no, nah, no. Nah. I mean, Black Thought, Black Thought's up there. Black Thought's probably like two or one. One. He's one. Yeah. Dave, I would, I would, I would never hear you put anybody over Black Thought. I can't, I can't hear you I, doing that. I, I, I don't. Not, not in my top five. Absolutely not. As a no, not pop. No. Audrey so, 2000 is like, like seven. Dave, Dave, y'all got to understand, Dave was a, a hip-hop purist, okay? My top five is, would be completely different than... You my, might have DMX in your top five. <laughs> my, mine is more mainstream. I'm, I don't have that, that you know, that... Uh, I'm not a purist like Dave is. I, I, I just listen... I like what I listen to. Like, what I... Whatever listen, I listen to, I like, man. I just... I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, a, I'll slide you some Griselda, give you the warning shots to let you know that it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm... Now, nah, I mean, market me and Marcus would be going at it with a lot of lot of MCs, but no, nah, I mean, I, I'll hop into my little rabbit holes, man. That's why, that's why I enjoy the. Um, that's why I'm enjoying the No Limit doc because I was a big No Limit kid. Yeah, No Limit dope. In high school, so that day that doc is dope, man. I, first of all, I love documentaries, and then just to kind of go back, man, because yo, back when uh, I was in my prime, back when when No Limit was. It's killing it, bro. I was, I, I love No Limit, bro. Yo, make them say on uh, like affordable. that the video. Were... That video is a classic, bro. That make them say on uh, video oh, is yeah. a classic. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, man. Nah, but but when you when you go into like when you start talking about hip hop and lyricism, I take I, I think lyricism is probably like pretty much the highest thing on my list. Yeah, not for me. It's it's up there. Yeah, like for me, like I, I mean. I can have somebody that's not like an extreme lyricist near the top because like Tupac is near the top, you know, but it's just because Tupac wasn't really a great lyricist. He wasn't a great lyricist, but he knew how to make songs and his words were impactful. So like, you know, he could be high up on my list, but like I, I'm, I, 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 uh, I take the lyricism, the lyricist to heart. Yeah. Cannabis is not in my top 20. Your teeth is yellow. Moving on. Wow. That's for Marcus. Mar- yeah. Look up your teeth is yellow by cannabis and you'll understand. Nah, I, I ain't I ain't going there, man. I don't think Biggie was a better rapper than Hove, but and I've always said that before he died, and I would always be in the minority of that. I never thought I never thought Biggie was a better MC than Hove, even back in the '90s. I never thought that. I think Jay was more talented than him, and then there's stories that kind of back it up. Clark Kent has given stories about how Biggs had to go go into his go into the freaking another room and disappear for a bit to respond to some of the verses that Jay would be going. Um, you know, it's funny because on Twitter for the last day and a half, I was arguing with somebody about life after death because, you know, I don't agree with life after death being a classic like that. I think it's full of filler. I think there's a lot of filler on that album. So 
you know. So when folks were like arguing with me about '97, I'm like, bro, I think I think you know I think if Biggie was still alive, I don't think nobody would have Life After Death because for you to say that Life After Death is probably his best album or say that it's a classic is spitting on Ready to Die, which is not fair. Because <laughs> Ready to Die is a better album. Ready to Die is a classic. So you know, Big L is my guy. I love Big L. I love Big L. Big L probably could have been up in the list if he was around longer, but he was such a ridiculous MC. But all right, so real quick, yeah, let's, let's close it out. Let's answer this last question real quick because uh, Freedom Chief says, "Why you guys keep doing these shows uh, when you don't want a season?" Hey, man, we do these. First of all, we do these shows every week, regardless of what happens. So if there isn't a season. We're gonna, gonna right still be, we, we gonna be right here every week in front of you doing these shows. So that's that's uh oh he wants to keep the Redskins name. All right. All right, so um I see what you say. I see where I see where this is going. I won't I won't go there. Um oh, we but, can go there. No, we're not. No, you can't. You cannot enjoy Washington football team. Hail to the Washington football team. On yeah, the road they, to victory. That's, that's whatever how y'all song go. That is how I go. That's how I go, Dave. That's how I go. <laughs> like, but no, nah, it's not it's not I I I would love to have a season as long as the dudes can do it safe. Um I just don't think it's gonna be possible. So I just want people to be healthy at the end of the day. So um but yeah, I, nah, I can't get I, I can't I, get I with keeping the Redskins name, bro. That's that's disrespectful. Nah, that can't happen. And there's other teams that are in trouble, but it's just a matter of time at this point. There's other spots right. in trouble. All right, but I'm we, a big we, little brother fan, John. Just yeah, so you know, I'm a huge little brother fan. Yeah, we talked we talked at length about the Redskins skins name. We won't we won't revisit. Yeah, that. we ain't going yeah. back into that. Uh, I, you know, what, Dave, I never I never I don't think I ever really thought about my top five. I know Hove is one. Hove uh, is probably one for you, and, Hove, and that's fine. Hove I mean, that's is one for me. That's respectable. I'm not. I can't be mad at anybody that puts Jay Z at number one. I can't because it's kind of it's tough not to put him. Yeah, up there. Hove is up there. I probably I don't know, man. I never really thought about it. I I could list a bunch of rappers, but I don't. I don't know. Probably Wayne would probably be in there somewhere. Oh, I would never um, have Wayne there. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I've never thought about it, Dave. No, nah, I mean, I, I never like, thought about it. I, I mean, Jay, like Jay being one, I can't be mad at because, like, I think when you comment, when you put the combo of, of Jay's longevity, he's got a couple classes under his belt. He's got some flops too, but you know, some of the best. Big Daddy Kane has a flop, so it's not. I can't be mad at a rapper having a flop. But like, but when see, Jay is on, Jay is on again, again, and again. For me, it's not really, it's not, it's not about lyrics. For me, like, his lyrics are dope. But see, I like Jay's, especially. I like see, and y'all might kill me for this, but I like some of Jay's later content. Like, I like the inspirational, like the the business, because you know I'm a business dude. It's like when he started talking that talk, and I, man, I, I love that man. It's dope, dope. Like four 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 was a dope album. I know y'all probably don't like it, and y'all, I love if, 444. if you want, if you want to rank it, it's probably not on your top, but. Yo, that talk to me is is just dope, man. That's what I I love that. So that's I, I listen to Jay for different reasons, uh, and I, I, I love how he's might, other than four four four. My be might be his best album since he retired from Black Album. It's yeah. between that and American Gangster for me. Yeah, it's you like I see. I didn't like American Gangster. I, know I love loved, American. I know you loved it. <laughs> I, I mean, it's so it's good. It's not a bad album, but I just wasn't a, I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Nah, no, nah, I mean, Rakim me and Kooji Rap's in my five. So, because I think without without Kooji Rap, without Kooji Rap, you don't have Biggie, you don't get Jay, you don't get a lot of the bravado against the rap like that. Because Kooji Rap pretty much set the standard when it comes to New York. When it comes to that, yeah, and I see. You ain't getting you ain't getting a lot of these a lot of these lyricists 
rapid fire lyricists without without Fuji rap. Yeah, see, I'm not I'm not a fan of M either. Like M M would be in my. T- I'm just not a fan of M. I'm sorry. Like I, I like him. I think he's a, a, a really good lyricist. But I I'm, I don't. I'm not a fan of him like that. He wouldn't be in my my personal top five. He's dropping from my list, man. He's dropping. He's dropping. Like he is dropping from this list because he's getting annihilated on his own shit. And the thing is, I'm starting. I'm confident he's not the best rapper in Detroit anymore. I'm very confident of that. I do like the best Royce. rapper in Detroit is Royce. I do like Royce a lot. I like Royce a lot. <laughs> the, the best I rapper really in Detroit like, is Royce. And I'm I'm late to the Royce train. I'm gonna be honest. I'm 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 late. I like you know you go back to the early Royce days. I I know about Royce in the early days, but uh, like some of his some of the stuff he's like recently put out is really good. And I'm not again. So, I'm not like here's the thing, right? So like we talk about like how artists go through like changes with regards to drugs, addiction, and then they get sober and all. I that. love that, man. Yo, I love that. Well, that's like, real stuff. Like M's been sober for about a decade, and he hasn't really came out with something that's like, oh, this is great. Royce sober Royce. Yeah, sober Royce might be is more dope. vicious than drunk Royce. <laughs> so, sober Royce is dope, man. I love what he's doing, man. His his last couple of hours have been great. Listen, um, man, and I'm I'm not even that. I'm telling you, I'm not this lyrics like I'm not a lyrics genius. Like I'm not. That's not like my thing. But I, I do like Royce a lot. I like what he be talking about. It's more about the messaging for me. I like my trap stuff a little, little bit. But see, this is why I like Ross a lot. Like I like Ross. Yeah, you you can. He got he he got that. I'm shocked you. I'm shocked you don't like Freddie Gibbs, man. I thought Gibbs I do like Gibbs a little bit. Like, I like Gibbs. Gibbs a little bit. I like Gibbs a little bit. Yeah, I like Gibbs. You know what I'm saying? Because Gibbs be picking his spots. Because he had because he'll pick his spots when he wants to go trap and when he doesn't want to go trap. So Gibbs be picking his spots, yo. And Gibbs has been Gibbs's run is starting to get get intense now because he's got a producers want to work with him now. And oh, I Cole, love Gibbs. Cole definitely in there. Cole is definitely top five. <laughs> he might be. He might be two for real while you playing. Cole, Cole is definitely in my top five. Nah, Cole ain't gonna be that. Cole is definitely in my top. He ain't five, even the best dude. rapper in North Carolina. Cole, I don't care. Cole is definitely <laughs> in my top five for sure. One hundred percent. Cole nah. definitely in my top five. Cole, Cole's, 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 Cole's the second best rapper in North Carolina. He's, Cole he's, he's is two. top five. I got it. Fonte, Cole, Pooh. Superstition, and I'll name a bunch of other North Carolina rappers. Then eventually, I'll get to Petey Pablo. <laughs> Don't disrespect Petey Pablo, dog. Hey, we, I won't tolerate any Petey Pablo disrespect on this podcast. Yeah, we can't. Oh, Fa- look, Fonte is a better look. True, Fonte's a better rapper than Cole, and Cole will admit that Fonte's a better rapper than Cole. Oh yeah, Rapsy, I forgot about Rapsy. Cole in my top five. I don't care what y'all say. Rapsy, Rapsy, I don't. I, Rousey did take Cole out on that, on that track, but I ain't gonna do that yet. I'm not ready yet. I, I respect Cole. I respect Cole a lot. I think, I think, I think for my eyes only is gonna is growing on me too. By the way, I think for my eyes only is gonna get. I think when it's all said and done, you hear you hear the last two the last two tracks he just dropped. The I did, tracks? and you know what you know what I've learned. You know what I've learned about those last two tracks. What's that? I was right. What's that? He should have. He needs to keep. The, he needs to keep getting this producer help, fam. Like that's my big thing with Cole. He didn't produce those. I thought he produced those. The too. second one, the, the the one Lion Lion King on Ice. Yeah, that he, joint. He, that joint was alright. You didn't movie. like that joint, man. It was it was good. It definitely. There was a Columbia better. South Carolina presence on that joint. It wasn't it wasn't better than the other joint. Oh, I like not I like Lion King on not that even joint. close. Oh okay. Yo, Cole went ham on that on that other joint, bro. He did, and he got to quit, and he got to be careful about who he be dissing too, man. We gotta. Hey man, Cole can diss whoever he <laughs> want to diss. 
but but all right, know. all right. Let's let's go. We didn't we got off on a tangent. Let's go ahead and end this thing. Um, yeah, let's close let's, it out. Let's get up out of here. Thank you for listening to the Panther Nation podcast hosted by Rashad and David. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when new episodes are posted. You can also catch episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Podcast Addict. Review and rate this episode five stars and share it with all the Panther fans you know. And always remember, keep pounding. All right, people. We're about to get up out of here, man. It's good good to be back. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some more to talk about as we go further into the season. Hopefully, everybody stays healthy. Hopefully, you're healthy. Hopefully, uh, you're wearing a mask when you go out. Uh, and let's hopefully we can beat this thing as a nation. Um, you know, no, no matter what you feel about it. Um, that's will. all I got. Nah, that's we all will. I got, Dave. We will. And we'll find out who's opting out by Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, we'll we will know everything. Yeah, we, we may have to do an emergency episode, uh, depending on what happens uh, with the Panthers. But if not, you know, I'm sure there'll be at least one or two big names from some other team. Um, oh, there will be. We'll There's not a doubt. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm with you where, like, the super millionaires probably aren't going to opt out. But I think there might be some mid-tier cast that might do it, more recognizable folks that might do it. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, man. All right. That being said, man, we're going to get up out of here, man. Good being back. We'll holler at you. Peace out.